the culture will thrive and survive in time. Nah, I ain't had no option. Cause you've been on the fence for a little too long. Had the rock, then you dropped it. She didn't understand the turnover with burn over some bridges. Uh, shit has been crazy, first of all. Oh my God. I, I don't think anyone thought that Denver was going to pull that out. I don't think anyone thought. I mean, come thought. on. 3 1. You don't th- I, who wouldn't think Kawhi wouldn't close it out? See, and that's where I think a lot of people differ between the Kawhi versus LeBron as like greatest player debate because if LeBron had gone into a Lakers game and didn't fucking close a game out when they were up 16 or or 12 at one point if LeBron mm-hmm. did that shit people would like be all over his ass yeah yep <laughs> people would be yep. all over him yep. and yep Paul George I I don't know what happened maybe he got back in his head and Playoff. he was like, I, it's not even that. I don't think so. I think it's just Paul no, George man. needs I, to I was, did you Did you hear his post-game interview, how he was saying, like, oh, no, nah, it's not championship or bust? I was like, bro, I, I was like, what? what I think you- a lot of people knew uh, that Paul George was going to do what Paul George did. Honestly, that one shot off the backboard, that is when I was like, ooh, oh, this, this that was ugly. That was ugly. Because he's wide open. He's wide open, and no <laughs> one's closing him out. And he's get, he gets it, and game and is on the line. Like, they're trying to get a run in, yep. and he, he cannot hit. <laughs> I, I just think that Paul George is, is Paul George. And even with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George is going to be Paul George. <laughs> Man. Kawhi, Kawhi deserves more for what he was doing because – Really, the only run that I saw in that game the other night was when Kawhi Leonard went on that little bit of run where he was, like, hitting from three. He hit from three, like, twice, and then he, like, drove the lane, got the foul. Like, Kawhi Leonard was trying. He was trying to get something started, and that's why I feel bad for the Clippers. But at the same time, Denver just looked really fucking good. (laughs) I mean, like, as much as Clippers failed – the Nuggets lived up to like everything they they needed to do. It was all cylinders were a firing. Like it it was. I was watching the Nuggets last season in the playoffs when they lost, and they even then they went to like a game five, and they still almost pulled out a win. And last year's Nuggets were like real. They were they already had the pieces there. They just mm-hmm. needed to develop those pieces a little more. And I honestly think that's what we saw the other night. Them developed they developed Jokic. That one leg, it looks awkward as shit when he shoots it, but I it have does. not seen him miss. You know, his shot is like so nice because it has so much arc to it. It's it it just goes because he's already tall. Yeah. And, no, and, yeah, and that's his form is just so ugly and awkward, but it goes in, and that's what I'm saying. Jokic, Jokic is the best big man in the league. He's the best center yeah. in the league right now. Yeah. Especially because Embiid I, I is struggling. Say that, and, I will say that the biggest thing for me, because I always thought that that team was only going to be, like, I, I knew Jokic was good. Joker is, like, going to bring it. He's triple-double, all that. It's always Jamal Murray to me. Because Jamal Murray, uh, there's, there's games where he goes MIA. And, See, but, and for me, it's always Gary Harris because mm-hmm. Gary Harris has been on that team oh, long enough. Factor for them, huh? Well, I, I think he's the, he's that third guy. 
that you I think it's actually him and Jeremy Grant because him and Jeremy Grant has been playing very well. Jeremy Grant just showed up the other night, but Jeremy Grant yeah. has not been playing like that all series. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. But also, you also got to remember, he is the one that's in charge of either defending Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. It was one or the and other. He did, he did a great job, like especially – the other night he did a great right. job but he's not he's not he's not there for his offense he's there for his but, defense wait. but then that's and a, gary like, harris is really i think that's there a for his defense but he can also be that third guy that's a shooter i i feel like jamal murray and nikola Jokic already can deliver when you need them to yeah um outside of that I, I I feel like it's Gary Harris, and Gary Harris has been really spotty for me, especially watching this, well, this series he right here. You know, it just came off from the injury, so he was just – I get it. I get it. You know? I get it, but he – I, 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 I want Gary Harris to come in and do what Gary Harris did in that game seven where he came in, and when they had Jokic covered and they had Jamal Murray covered, Gary Harris gets the ball and shoots the jumper. And yeah. I like seeing Gary Harris in that position. I just don't think anybody else on that team is ready for that role. And Gary Harris has been there long enough to understand what his role is. So he can be that guy wherever you need him. This is going to be a good series. This is going to be a really good series. Because the Anthony Davis and Jokic matchup, I am ready for. I think that one is going to be key. Uh, I mean, like, I think LeBron is going to do LeBron. I don't think – I mean – The crazy (laughs) thing is because Jokic is so slow – I can see Anthony Davis taking advantage of that, especially in the but, post. But, yes, but then, like, I think, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking, too, because he is quicker on his feet. He can get to his spots a lot faster. But like, I was watching the, the Lakers game the other day, and when Anthony Davis hits that post and he gets a slower defender, he just goes over his left shoulder, and before you know it, he's at the rim. And... I feel like that's going to happen to Jokic a lot because Jokic has no way to get there that quick. Yeah, yep, yep. And Anthony yep. Davis has like point guard speed. And when you're under the rim and you're dealing with a slower defender, you can take advantage of that. So I, I feel like AD wins that battle, but it's going to be a good series. It's going to be an absolutely good series because Denver's fought right. tooth and nail to stay here. But I think don't don't you think like I well okay I think they have a better two stars for sure. But in after the Lakers, yes, absolutely, absolutely. But after after this this whole Clipper series, man, I I think Nuggets have the better overall team. I I'm just saying the Nuggets have fought tooth and nail to be where yeah. they are right now. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's back to back game sevens that they have fought to get through in order to get to the Western Conference Championship. So I feel like the Nuggets have more to prove, obviously because they're playing the Lakers, but the Nuggets have more to prove. But I feel like if anybody's going to pull it out, it's going to be the Nuggets. See them. Yeah, yeah, I feel um, – yeah, here you I uh, No one expected Miami to get this far. and Definitely Jimmy, not, but there's but – Jimmy Butler – went to Miami because he knew that Eric Spolster was a fucking Eastern Conference, like, go-getter. He will get in the Eastern Conference by any means. And when you have a leader like Jimmy Butler, which I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't think he could lead Miami. I thought he might lead them to a first round, if anything. 
Honestly, it's yeah, he because because he's such a great leader. But then it's also like we talked about this, how like Miami has such a great culture and like they just know how to get their players to maximize their potential and like how much they can bring out their maximum potential. But it's it's I mean, like, give that's what I'm saying. Like, give it up to them. Like they they, they brought those players up. Really, no one, no one thought Miami would get this far. Everyone kind of thought the Celtics Damn. would get this far or get close to it. it. Dude, every, come on! There's everyone on that team. You can give them props. Like Jay Crowder is shooting threes, playing defense. Yeah, is playing defense, getting that you know game game winning block. Like that was sick. Like I, I everyone, I, everyone thought Jason Tatum had that dunk. Like he cocked it back. He was ready to go. I was like, okay, wait, no one gonna stop him. Like Jimmy, even Jimmy Butler stopped. Like he didn't even keep going. I didn't even see Bam Adebayo under the rim when that shit happened. I didn't even see him yeah, under the all, rim. All eyes to flight with Jason Tatum. Like no one even I, thought. And all of a sudden, like, he came and up. Jason Tatum had the space, and literally Bam Adebayo comes out of nowhere with right with the best the block. It's the timing. He had he, that like well, he had the timing down. Like he got there. I don't, there I don't know if Bam is the guy that they keep. I, I I feel like right now, yes, you made Eastern Conference Finals. Let's go. But I don't know if Bam is the guy you keep to get all of that done consistently. Ooh. Uh, and well, and Bam, not- Bam has showed up when you need him. But right. during the season, where the fuck was Bam? Come on, man. This is what, his second, third year? No, he's great. He's being, he's, he's, he's a phenomenal player for where he's at. And, and especially, like, this being his, like, chance to prove himself. I, I, I feel like if he proves himself, if they make the finals, then, they, then you keep Bam out of bio. That block, hands down, the what best block I've seen this year. Bam. Well, you you, you want to train him? No, no, I, I, maybe, maybe. Okay, okay. And I I say because if you get Jimmy Butler around a veteran center who can also block, say, Dwight Howard. No, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I I feel like you get that scoring and you get Jimmy Butler that extra scorer. Bam doesn't score the the way that Jimmy needs him to. No, they're on those big defensive plays. Yes. He's a better facilitator. So that's the thing. Like, he's, he is, he, he has a better all-around game, so he's able and to the do. Thing I just remembered, Bam Adebayo actually can shoot the three when he wants to. Yeah, it's just I think right now is because coach is telling him you don't need to take threes. Yeah, you. We just need you there on defense. Get your ass back up the court. Yeah, get, get, get hard screen. Yeah, get your get your men. You know, get them and like they're giving him the ball at the elbows. So like I think there's there's trust there. You know, he's taking those elbow shots. I think eventually maybe it'll take him out to the three point line. You know, but. That's that's the great thing right about right now. The, he's know. he's doing what they need, and that is exactly why I like it. Yes, and yeah. the crazy yeah. thing for me about Miami is looking at Jimmy Butler. You wouldn't think that he's got that kind of leadership in him. Just looking at him, just looking at him, first glance, you wouldn't think that. But he has taken this Miami team that no one expected to go anywhere to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time in like ten years. So. It, it, Jimmy Butler is leading that team to some great steps. I don't know if Bam Adebayo becomes part I mean, of that like, leadership, but where he is Jimmy right Butler, now for doing what they need him to do, he's great. Jimmy Butler has been doing this whole whole career, though. Like this is nothing new. I think it's just so happens that he he's gotten to a situation where like the culture is like you know you got to bring it. 
like the same intensity that he loves that whole culture this I, is what it is and i think that's why like it's it's just like all the dominoes are falling for them that's you know how i feel me, i mean like you know what gets me for jimmy butler uh jimmy butler wanted to go somewhere to prove that he could be a leader he's shown that he could be a leader now if miami doesn't make the finals do you feel that jimmy butler has let himself down no even, exactly right but but even by making Eastern Conference Finals, that's that's a big feat, especially yeah, the first already, season with a new team. Yeah, they they've already because they beat the Bucks, they've already went further than you know people expected. You know, let's be honest, uh, because they beat I, the number one seed. I called. I I didn't call it. But yes, I, you called. Like we we get that, but you also the the fact that they were the number one seed. It doesn't just, even matter about like what you watch. It's, it's straight up just saying they're the they're the number one seed they in the whole the best, NBA in the league exactly right. they had the best right. record in the entire so it's league. just you don't even have to worry about who's playing who's injured whatever it may be you're just looking at the fact that they've beaten the number ones you know number one overall NBA team and so the 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 move that they did right before the season ended or whatever or however how they got uh, Andre Iguodala and Jake Crowder that is what sealed them where they're at right now. It, if they didn't do that move, they, would, they wouldn't have gotten this far. That move was some bullshit because Iguodala has now been switched to two different teams in the same season. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, basically three. And now he's in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, shout out to Andre Iguodala because dude works hard on the defensive and offensive glass and we haven't even seen any of his offense in this Yo, postseason. I, and I think and, and with that said I think the Grizzlies would have went a lot further if they kept Jay Crowder you know I felt like he was a, a really good vet presence he was playing defense shooting threes when he got open shots I mean that's kind of what he does I was kind of shocked when they traded him and I, since they traded him they didn't do so well, and look at you know Miami. Like, I, yeah, honestly, and Miami, I, I, Miami turned into a monster. Like, <laughs> right? And, you know, to be honest, like Jay Crowder is one of those players I wish the Kings got because like he's not a high maintenance player. He could have been like a low budget, and he would have been someone that could have been on the perimeter that played defense and shoot threes. And that's you know can never have enough of those. So, my, yeah. Miami. The one thing I really like about watching Miami, and this is why I think this series is going to be entertaining. Yeah, uh, when you get Miami it backed up against the corner, let's just say it's it's 105-107 and Miami's down. Jimmy Butler can shoot that. Goran Dragic can shoot that. Tyler Hero can shoot that and it's going in. Miami is really Hero. good. I <laughs> Miami is really good backed up against the wall. And I think that's where Jimmy Butler plays the best. And are you telling me you you're can, not a Tyler hey. Hero fan? No, 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 no. I'm saying say his name one more time because he is so good. Like, he is, Tyler like, showing Hero. no fear. He is showing I, no fear. I'm loving it. I'm watching the I'm game the other that. night, and I was like, wait, this motherfucker's a rookie, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, I'm loving it. Like, the fear, like, for the fear of him just going, like, there is no fear in this guy. He's taking it to the rack. He's, he's sharing the ball. He's shooting with confidence. Yeah, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Miami is just. I wish the Kings had that culture, man. They just top to bottom. They just know exactly not, who to draft, the coach, the GM. I mean, um, everything. The, the, the Kings are getting there. They they've got three people lined up right now that they're oh, interviewing no, for the no. GM. As as right before we got on, um, I just got noticed that the Kings um, 
did the uh, money shoot? I gotta get his name. The one from the yeah, from the the the, the rockets. I know. So so when I heard that they were first thinking about bringing in Monty, I was like, yo, Monty would actually be good for the Kings because how the Rockets play, how their front office is, is going to be what the Kings could be. Right. You just pretend uh, James Harden and... Um, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, it's really hard. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not saying the they're, they're, they're play styles are the same, but, like, the way you play them in your team is about the West, same, right? You give them the Westbrook ball. plays really similar to... Uh, Darren Fox, and Darren Fox uh, knows he's he's got that speed. He's explosive. He can get to the rim very quickly. And Buddy Heald, outside jumper, he plays kind of like James Harden. He doesn't have the handles that he that he has, but everything else is still there. And if you get Marvin Bagley actually into that mix, and you have a big I'm, man that you I'm can dish to down saying. low. I'm saying, man. I'm just hoping we can. I'm just. I'm just. I'm not, I don't want to get my hopes you, up because you know. Man, after, you know. I always have hope for the Kings. You know, I always yeah. have hope for the Kings. I'm hey, never, man. I'm, when I'm you, not when you, I'm a fan yet, but I'll, I'm a loyalist. Let me put it that way. I, I like ah. them, but I'm not a fan yet. I'm not and, gonna get my hopes up. I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I, gonna slow I like it down because Monty is a very good choice because Monty knows how to run a front office. And in a city as big as Houston, Monty could come to Sacramento and actually change the entire thing. Well, I if you know I haven't heard much about him yet, but I do. If he is from the Rockets, and the Rockets go, are known go to look make at his movies, resume, my my guy, go you know look at his resume. I'm well. I'm sure I heard of some, heard of it some heard some of it from some uh, from some other podcasts before, but then there was just more of those podcasts where like they're giving you a list and then they give you like a short description. But I'm gonna oh, yeah, wait because I'm sure, I'm sure now that it's like, you know, for sure that they hired him, they're gonna give me like a full layout. So I'm all for Marty. it. But with that, with that said though, real quick, with that set. Oh wait, before. Okay, so with that said though, I'm hoping they can also pick up uh, Sachin Gupta. I don't know where he fits in though. I don't know where he fits in. Assistant GM, baby, let's go. I, I, wait, yeah. I, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. He's he not might... gonna take that big of a pay cut no. in order to come here. No, he might be he might be GM because Monty is actually going to be the head of basketball ops. So maybe we could get Sachin Gupta as a GM. I I don't know about him as GM. I would prefer Monty as GM, Gupta as assistant GM. But well, if it's going to be what it is, they probably hired as a new the basketball ops. For, I mean, he's going to be the top dog. So if Sachin is going to be reporting to Mani, then it's cool, right? I mean, it's, it's just I mean, titles. I guess. I it's guess. just titles. So as long as I, you know who the hierarchy is, who's going to be reporting to who, who's making the and, final decisions, and I think it is what it is. Top. I'll, I'll tell you right yeah. now, Monty was well, the big reason why well, there's, there's no way. And... I know, but there's no way that they're going to hire – a basketball ops head before a GM, so I'm assuming they're they're hiring from top down. So I'm saying, so if it's not I, someone I that's agree. straight up, it, it makes GM. Sense. So it's someone that's not going to be GM, but you know, there's time will tell. I mean, like I'm just glad that they are doing the right things by ask you know talking to people, but also like making moves because like you already know in a few months it's going to be uh, the draft so like the faster you can actually get your people in place and like figuring everything out then you can actually start planning what who you're going to pick or like do you want to trade up the draft i mean like this this you know what actually this coming up summer i'm actually pretty excited for because 
they may do something or they might keep everyone. I think it's going to be more telling of what they're going to do. They, this they need to add a big man who can get there. Actually, no, they need to resign Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> that's yeah. honestly what they need to do because yep. that's easy. With, with Bagley being out this last, most of this last season, <laughs> I, I well, like what Rashawn Holmes was able to like jump into that spot and fill it really quickly. And he hits the boards really hard. I, I am a Rashawn he's, Holmes fan. He's, no, Rashawn Holmes has been doing everything well. There's no reason why we should not re-sign him. I, I love him. Uh, but you know what? I, I did buy 2K20 last oh, year's one. You, no, 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 oh, 2K20. Okay, okay. The last year's for $5 on the Switch, you know, trying to play some GM. And I was it's like, trash hey. on the Switch. I'm not even going to lie. It's trash. I mean, yeah, but, you know, it's just $5. I, just wanted I was going to say it's $5. Like... <laughs> It's just, it's just something I wanted to play, and I didn't realize how like there's some old players. If I was if if I was like what I did was I wanted to get rid of anyone that's over thirty. So like sorry. Wow! Wow! No, the only reason why is because like look at the West next year, right? I mean, like you're going to be competing with a lot of people, even like Minnesota. You're looking at Minnesota. Unique, like like I, that, that's the crazy thing about the Kings is they don't have that that veteran player to anchor the offense or defense to know to tell them where to go to tell them what to do they don't have that veteran player and the last time I saw y'all with that veteran player was Iman Shumpert and y'all moved that motherfucker like right before he was supposed to resign with you well that's still okay well he was still young so that's fine but like Nemanja anyone I mean like there was like two or three players that was like all right we can maybe get rid of because there's no point in getting like, and then there's also like three players that's 28, which is Bogey, uh, Harrison Barnes, and uh, Buddy. So those three doesn't really fit. In do the you, but do you think with just Harrison Barnes, Buddy, Darren Fox, Bagley, and Bogdanovich, you all could make a, a first round? Let's just say first round, because that's all the Kings fans want. They want a first round. They want to. Get- just make playoffs. <laughs> Do you think that y'all could make playoffs? Um, uh, you know, it's hard to say because coaching hasn't been there, so you haven't seen them play into the full potential. Bro, I'm, okay, I'm not to the full. Lie. I on I honestly do Kings think they would. fans blame so much on Luke Walton, and it's not Luke Walton's fault. I understand y'all don't like Luke Walton, but it's <laughs> all not Luke Walton's fault. Go and then and then going back to to talking about the Clippers, there's a lot I'm blaming on Doc Rivers too. Why? He waited until the team like he did not seem as engaged as Michael Malone. Now that may be his way of coaching, but then at the second half where the team wasn't showing as much life. That's when he started showing more life. Like he was kind of nonchalant in the first half. And then I was just like, it's like the whole team just was not in that like game seven mode. I Doc Rivers was Doc Rivers was I Doc Rivers, the entire game, every time they showed him, he was like up, he was like on his feet. Or he was yeah. like in agony sitting in his chair. First half, <laughs> his chair, you know, he was just, I mean, like, I, I feel bad for Doc Rivers because it's not even his fault that the Clippers can't get out of the second round. He's he's take he gotta take some blame for it. He's he got- does. At some point he does. And this is his third series where he's lost, uh where they've come where the other team has come back from a three one 
And that is sad. And and that's sad, but I, I don't think it's Doc Rivers' fault that it's like that. But because at a certain extent, yes, that, we do have to take mean, some responsibility. Because does that, Doesn't that mean that he is not as good as making adjustments on the fly? I was going to say, on the fly, no. He may be what he may but be, a, a, but he's a good coach, right? He's the, the thing that people need to understand. He's but the a good problem, coach. But the problem is, like, even when we saw, like, like we're talking if we're talking about like Nick Nurse, like he is a really good coach on the fly. What, what the- really gets me about Nick Nurse um, and Mike Malone? Yeah, I was gonna say Mike Malone. So when Mike Malone needs an adjustment, he's able to make it super quick, and and. Mike Malone does it really well to the point where one play you'll have one defensive and offensive set and the very next play it's completely different. And Mike Malone makes really good adjustments like that. I don't know if Doc Rivers still has that kind of, I I don't want to say he's old, (laughs) but he's old. So like, like I was saying about uh, Greg Popovich, like, their their way of a basketball is just old, and the way that the yeah, league yeah. is going, they They're have just to not- either adjust their playbooks and adapt accordingly, or retire. And I feel like Doc is leaning more towards that than anything else. Well, and- my, Doc definitely because if he made adjustments back then, like if he made Blake Griffin the center and, and took instead of sticking with like the, those two twin towers, like I think they would have went a lot further, but he decided to stick with those two and look where you they're at. You can't blame it all on Doc Rivers, though. Like I said, yes, he has to take some blame, but all of it is not on Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers has been the coach of the Clippers for as long as I can remember. <laughs> Basically, it feels like Jordan era, he was the coach of the Clippers. Stop, but- he was. He wasn't. He wasn't. I was just saying. That's how it feels to me. He's been the coach of them for so long. I think that his he does not adjust well on the fly, but I think his playbook, how he thinks about basketball, has just gotten old. And I don't think that he's willing to retire just yet, but if the Clippers don't keep him, where does he go? Someone will definitely pick him up. I know, but but it, it, it would likely be someone in the east and if it's someone in the east it's going to be someone probably closer to like new orleans or i could see him in indiana i was going to say or indiana i i i don't think doc rivers stays in the west because the west is too competitive for what he needs to do He's also a player that he's also a person that needs superstars. When has he not played without a superstar? But I, I, and this is why I kind of understand why you have to give Doc Rivers some flack about it. But Kawhi Leonard is honestly one of the best players in the entire NBA. Paul George, top three in his position in the entire NBA. And you still can't get out of the second round. I, I, Montrez Harrell. One of like the sixth man of the year. <laughs> when your previous sixth man of the year is you on your team. My argument right now. What are you? <laughs> I, no, 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 no. Just like, just hear me out. Just hear me out. Doc Rivers is not at fault for all of that. At some point, you have to take responsibility for the players. Doc Rivers 
knows how to how to make adjustments. He's obviously been a coach in the NBA for a very long time, but his players need to know how to make those adjustments on the floor. Kawhi Leonard was making those adjustments. Like I said, when he went on that little run, that is the only time I saw the Clippers actually get some sort of momentum. Real quick. Nobody else could match Kawhi Leonard's momentum. Let me ask you if if this year they only had to the only new play, or the only like new quote quote superstar they had to worry about the Clippers was adding was Kawhi and PG was not in the equation. Would they have made it to the Western Conference Finals? Who plays behind PG? Um, you know, you can have like Jermichael Green, uh, Marquis for Marcus Morris, whatever one of those two were. <laughs> it's Marcus. <laughs> but like, you can also have, I mean, they, they also had, you know, guards that can play the one or two and had Kawhi back there at the three and then had someone, you know, Jermichael Green maybe at the four. Okay, so Montrez Harrell is probably one of my favorite players in the NBA right now because he's aggressive. I think that Without Paul George, that forces Montrez Harrell and Patrick Beverly to step up. And I, I feel like I think that offense where they says uh, addition from subtraction would actually be a lot better, right? I feel like that offense runs better without Paul George. Yes. Yep. I, I don't I don't I mean obviously this is this is a what if, but if if Paul George doesn't go there, that offense runs around Kawhi, mm-hmm. uh, Kawhi's offense, Patrick Beverly and Montrez Harrell's defense, and I think that team gets you out of the second round. And then your second option would have been Lou Will, which would have been Yeah, that's, that's your sixth man of the year, three years in a row. So, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, you know, like, because how is it that, I mean, because they did have someone, they already had that culture. So then I was thinking, because what was the difference between him going to Toronto and him going to Clippers? Well, the biggest thing was they they had two superstars that they had to worry about versus. Yeah, and and two two superstars, essentially, as we've seen in L.A., get you to a championship. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like when you put when you just bring in two superstars, it's gonna take a while for sure. Like, no, one- but but they had they had sixty games before the hiatus. To- and that also speaks volume. That's what I'm saying. Also, when you hear about Paul George saying like, "Oh, it wasn't championship or bust." That's when their heads weren't in it. I bet you Kawhi was like, "Yo, I know what it takes." And but I, Kawhi's been there multiple times. I think a lot of people don't Paul George just wants the taste of it again. He wants the taste. He's never gotten a championship, but he deserves one. And teaming up with someone like Kawhi Leonard, who's fresh off of a championship, you guys are boys. Y'all hang out. Y'all hoop in the offseason. And teaming up with somebody like that, the chemistry's there before you like even get to the to the court and start competing against people. We saw that with LeBron and AD. Like Preseason, they were throwing lobs to each other. And that's easy, though. I, I, I know. But with Kawhi and Paul George, I don't think you get that same kind of like chemistry that you do with LeBron and AD. But yeah, well, because like, how can you how can you play a one two game given, with each other? But if you're given the opportunity to play with someone that, you know, can ball, why not take the opportunity? I just don't think Paul George 
is the missing piece for the Clippers. No, I feel and, like it, it's going to be somebody else. I you don't know, know, and it's who. hard, and it's hard, and it's hard to defend Paul George because, like, it just didn't seem like the whole time he was his head wasn't in there at all. And, and he showed up, and and when he said that his game wasn't in it at the end of that game, I was like, yeah. okay, all right, good, you showed up this game. Now keep right. going. But I think and I think he's still in that same mindset. I, I think the he whole... got out of it for a minute. He got out of it for a minute to to perform in that one game and the game after that, and then I think he got back in it. I don't I don't know what is going on with Paul George. I hope it's not anything serious. He seemed pretty cool at like like, I mean obviously he took a loss, but I I hope that it's nothing serious because if he hasn't got if he doesn't get out of his head. He's going to be a second rounder for the rest of his career. He can be on whatever team he wants to be on. But if he doesn't work on the parts of his game that he doesn't understand and needs to work on those more, he's not going to get out of the second round. Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, AD, any of those on his team, he is not getting out of the second round because it's a mental thing that he needs to get over in order to be the Paul George that we have all seen again. Yeah, it's a it's a damn shame, man. I Every, mm. I really like Paul George. I was a Paul George fan. He's the only reason I really cared about OKC. <laughs> like, a couple I mean, of even back to the, the even back person. to the Pacers, but even back exactly. to the Pacers, son. You know, exactly. like I was still a fan of him when when then because like the battles with him and LeBron with the Heat. I was I've been a fan of the Pacers since Ron Artest jumped into the stands. So, okay. all right. So, okay. I've been a fan of the Pacers for a minute, but uh, yes, Paul AKA, George Mr. did bring Mr. Mister AKA Meta World Peace. I loved his thing when he when he uh, <laughs> when he went on Twitter the other day. It was like sometimes I'll be watching games and I want to get back into the, in the shape and I want to play a game and I want to get back into basketball shape. And then the next day, I call my physical therapist. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, I get it. Because he's, he's old now. He's, he ain't been playing ball in a minute. He, okay, if he wants to do that, he needs to go talk to Q. All right? Go ahead and go play on that big get three. Get out of here. Get out of here. No, get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Honestly, honestly, I would watch Ron Artest ball again. He uh, Same thing. He's he's one of those physical basketball players, and I love physical basketball. Hey, and, big three. Watch some old man play. I don't know, man. I, I don't even know if they're going to have the big three this season. You know, okay, wait, okay, let's let's go. Let's. I'm sure they'll bring it back because people still watching. Sure, that doesn't cost no, that much. I, I think it's worth it, but I I don't know if they're gonna have it. You know, like the yeah. whole point of the big three is it's, like getting people together, and yeah. you can't create a bubble like that. Right, for, right, right. Like, veteran for the old players, people. you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't 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 try to sugarcoat it with some veteran players. People. They're veteran players. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right well let me let me ask you this since there was already game one between miami and boston what 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 do you think of game one and what do you think is going to be as outcome i was not expecting the block by Adebayo as we talked about but i think that overall if Mm -hmm. the celtics get working they can win it Mm. it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot especially because like i said miami's got grit and when you that's, beat Miami in on a roll, then it's hard to stop. And if you if you stop that roll by some happenstance, then Jimmy Butler can still facilitate. It's really hard 
because I'm 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 kind of underplaying the Celtics right now, but the Celtics are a great team. And no, I think the Celtics are good too, especially when all all everything is firing, everything is you know yeah, when, um, when, they, when they are on all cylinders. Like the Celtics are a really good team. Yes, I don't yes. know if Marcus when Smart, they Jason aren't. Tatum, Kemba Walker, Matisse Tice. Like I don't I don't know if those players get you into an NBA championship. Yes, they're all great players, right. they're, but they're young. Right. And yeah. and and the hard part about Boston is they're young, but Miami's kind of young. But they have those veteran players, like I was talking about. The yep. need they have those veteran players that have been there before. They can stay grounded, and I like Miami's chances in the Eastern Conference Finals. But I feel like Boston pulls it out overall. But it's going to take a lot. It's going to take. I, it's going to take everything Brad Stevens has. <laughs> I, I think it's going to if they if they win, it's going to take all four players to play great. It's going to take Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart, all four of those players to play good for them to win. But the only difference, like, when Boston isn't firing on all, firing on all cylinders, I have more, like, if both teams aren't firing on, you know, like, they aren't on good, I believe in the Heat more where they can actually, like, you know, get into a dog fight and like slowly fight, but I, I don't know how well if no one is firing. I mean, if no one is shooting well and no one's hitting shots, you know, Boston might not be as good as the Heat if they work. You know what I'm saying? I I like Miami's chances just because I I know that Miami is that team that will get down in the mud and scrape for a win. I I like that about them, but it's really hard to look at. Boston and count them out. Because... No, no, but I will say when it comes to the playoffs, it's all about superstars. And I will say that superstars with Boston is stronger than Kevin Walker didn't even start scoring until the fourth quarter and overtime the other night. But to be fair, I... this is his first time in any conference finals. So, like, he yes, doesn't even I know mean... what this is like. <laughs> so I think, but, so I think but he knows I, how I think, to play I basketball. I think next game is going to be a lot better. I mean, like, a lot better for him. But I just think, like, it's jitters, man. You know, first game, you just – I just think as close as that game was and – I bet you next game – Having to score until basically the last part of the game. I don't see Boston losing another game. No. I think think Kemba's going to come out next game firing. This is where you turn it around. Yeah, he's going to he's going to come out like first at least first quarter or first half at least 15 points. Yeah. Like, and, and by the time people hear this podcast then it it'll, it'll already be solved. But at, I think that <laughs> Kemba Walker is going to hear like Kemba Walker is going to come out on the floor and be yep. Kemba Walker. He has yep. to be Kemba Walker and then yep. facilitate to everybody else and uh-huh. that's how Boston wins. I don't think Boston has enough star power but if anybody's going to go out there and play basketball, Miami's going to give you a basketball game. And it's going to be rough mm-hmm. to watch, but I feel like Boston pulls it out. It's going to it's going to be a lot of grit. They're going to have to get down in the mud with Miami in order to pull out some wins. But I, I feel like they're two teams that people didn't really expect to make Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. if anything, it should be like, the Bucks and Boston, maybe, or the Bucks in Miami. It was people were thinking it was going to be Toronto and Bucks. Toronto did not look that good. They, nah, nah. I mean, like, no, before you know, before you know, got into the playoffs, you know, that's what people were thinking. But 
I, you know, like I'm I'm rooting for the Heat, man. I'm a I'm a Heat culture guy. Maybe it was because LeBron was there before, but like uh, I think the Heat got it. I love I the Heat, to- and I, I will go to Miami for a parade if the Heat win. I'm not even gonna lie, <laughs> but I don't see it happening. <laughs> All right. I love Jimmy Butler. I, I I think he has definitely shown that he can be a leader, but I don't think Miami pulls this out. Well, that's 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 where we uh, since it's getting closer, man. We should we should put some drinks on the line. You know, I'm always down. All right, let's do it. Have some fun. Like, what do you think I, about uh, the West? So you're thinking Lake Show? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, absolutely. well, I can't. I I'm not gonna be like one of those people that was like. Clippers are winning the, the NBA championship. Clippers are winning the NBA championship. I'm not going to be one of those people with the Lakers, but the Lakers are winning a fucking NBA championship. It it is it is too much has gone on for the Lakers this season to not win an NBA championship. The loss of Kobe, the doubt that LeBron and AD would even be able to play their full first season together, the addition of Dwight Howard, the the loudmouth of Jared Dudley. <laughs> Like, a lot has happened <laughs> for L.A. this season. And I feel like L.A. has something to prove, even though we already know who L.A. is. But this this right here, this moment right here, this year, with the passing of Kobe Bryant, this is where LeBron proves that he can take the mantle of L.A. Mm. and be that superstar that L.A. has always wanted. And I think that is why LeBron has played so well. Ooh, did you see that tweet that uh, Magic sent out right after the Clippers game? I did. I did. <laughs> Magic Johnson talked mad shit for somebody who, like, was given the title of, like, basketball operations. That's what I and, said. I was like, yo. It was like, nope, a week later. I was like, my God, yeah. come on. <laughs> I was like, you, you really go, you really want to go to, oh, you know what I thought of? I thought of white chicks where it's like, oh, you want to talk about mama. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But instead of mamas, you know, you're like, oh, you, you. Johnson can't say shit. <laughs> Obviously, as a basketball player, he's already like in the Hall of Fame. He's he's like fucking mad. Yeah, guy. but, but damn, come on, bro. Like, I was like, Ooh. he talked mad shit for someone who literally was given the keys to the kingdom. I love it down a week later. I loved all the pettiness that came out on Twitter for the Clippers. I was living for it, man. I Dame Dollar like was hilarious. It was great. It was they great. were going in. They were going in. It was great. Oh I, man! I think the the Clippers. Uh, no one expects the Clippers to be anything in LA because the Lakers are a show. You know what I mean? Like it's the Lake Show for a reason. That's what and, they LA man. That's what they gotta go. They gotta go somewhere else. Yeah, to break that curse. They're working on it. They're working on it. (laughs) They're working on it. They just got approval. They're working on it. But I don't think that even if LA wins a championship this year, if anything, it does something for the doubters of Paul George. It does something for the doubters of Kawhi Leonard. It does something for Patrick Beverly, Montrezl Harrell, people who have like shown up on the defensive end for several years for the Clippers, even before Kawhi and PG got there. And it, it does something for them, but it doesn't do anything for the city of L.A. Like, I mean, yep. people will show up to the to the parade, but ain't nobody really rooting for the Clippers except for Jack Nicholson. But <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody really rooting for the Clippers. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. So when, when all the people came out on Twitter, I was like, okay, all right, this, this shit, 
It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and not to mention, like, the Lakers are the dynasty team of L.A. Like, they are not going to be beaten. If it came I'm down in- to, like, PG and Kawhi Leonard versus LeBron and AD, I'm still taking LeBron and AD. Like, two on two. Well, that's when I think Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis does have the upper hand because – those two players has at least shown that they can either slow down LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? So that they had Anthony Davis was going to cover him. So I think that's what's also going to be the key is how much can Anthony Davis slow down Jokic and how much Jokic can slow down um, Anthony Davis. Jokic, Jokic, and that's, that's what I was saying. I don't think AD is taking anything from Jokic at all that game because if AD gets in the post, it's all over that left shoulder, and Jokic is too slow. I feel like running it slow, running it fast, AD still wins that battle, even even on the uh, offensive end. But the, the, the biggest difference and Jeremy Grant, like I, I, I feel like even at that matchup, LeBron still has the advantage. Well, the the biggest difference is their chemistry percentage is like at least at eighty five or ninety percent. And, you know, the both the L.A.'s got to be, like, 75%, right? And Clippers was even worse. Probably, like, a show that was, like, at a 50 or 65%. No, Clippers, you can no, still understand. you're not going to play the Clippers like that. Like, Clearly, it, it would have been at least, like, 65, okay? Did you not see where uh, Chez was apparently, like, calling people out, you know, after game two and everything? Like, he's been calling the team out the whole year. And that's pretty bad when, like, it, yo, like the team is like players hey, calling each other out. Hey, he still got six man of the year. <laughs> I mean, no, no, for and, sure. But then it's just like he did that because he was able to call out his players and tell them what they were doing wrong, and so yeah, they could then, fix it and they could be a better team. So to me, God, that's like just that's just good off the court like knowledge, you know. <laughs> no, yes, but like how many teams, especially teams where they're aspiring for a championship. You know, expiring, aspiring to get Have, to the finals. Like, people where they think right, where 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 where, yeah, no, where, where it's not where it's not like you know it's not already built in everyone's minds. You know, I think that's when they say like from top to bottom, everyone's in that same mindset. You know, like everyone has to have that same like, yeah, we're gonna die for each other. Like, I'm gonna put my body on the line for and my I brother. I feel right like here, the you know? Lakers have that. I feel like the Lakers yes. have had that well, all season. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. because it didn't it didn't start happening until the playoffs, but because the bubble is like so quiet and you like can hear everything and they just started letting families in. When the Lakers score a point or they do something on the defensive end and it turns into points on the offensive end, everybody on the bench is up, they're around, they're having fun, like it is it it turns into a party and it turns into the lake show. And I feel like the Lakers are just there's no possible way that they don't win a championship. And if they do, whoever stops them deserves a fucking, like... So you're saying if the Nuggets beat the Clips, I mean, beat the Lake Show to get to the finals, whoever coming out of the West is winning the whole thing? Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. And, I, and I can't... I, I don't know if I can see the Nuggets doing that. I, I even okay, even looking into the future, if it ends up being Nuggets Miami, I still see like the Nuggets pulling that out. If it ends up being like Nuggets Celtics, I still see the, the Nuggets pulling that out. Like I, I can't see whoever 
beats LA, like if if the Nuggets pull this out, they're winning a championship. Mm, I believe it. Well, uh, you know me, I can't I can't be rooting for any lake. I know you can't. I know you can't. So um, (laughs) you know, know, let's go Nuggets. (laughs) I know you can't. All the way, baby. Uh, You know, I, I I. I do like their game, man. I, I love that. Man, Jokic, Joker, it's the real deal. I will say I was always skeptical about uh, Jamal Murray because he's always been MIA and he, he's like he, he's here nor there. But like, yo, he's been showing up. So I got to give credit where credit is due. But, you know, I hope they can keep it going. I agree. I hope they can keep it going. I did not expect Jamal Murray to drop. Uh, 50 piece uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, but and then like drop 40 you, in game seven, last one. That's like, what I'm saying. That, when, you, when you have players like that around you and y'all just play well together, and I think Jokic just said it the best. They're out there, they're having fun. It, it's no pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, there's mm-hmm. no pressure on them whatsoever because they're out there, they're having fun. Even down 3-1, they're like, oh my God, like, we're down 3-1. Let's go out here and play this game. Like, yep. you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. they're having fun. And that's yeah. the only reason I could see them getting anywhere close to L.A. Because they're having fun. L.A.'s having fun. I, I They were up off the bench the other night. Like, they were up having fun. Like, I just... So, I, who I do think, you, for, the, for the Lake Show, who's the X Factor? Honestly? Playoff Rondo? He's not there. Avery Bradley. He's well, then you can't, you can't, what you put, you want him to I, face well, you? Asked me. You asked me. I'm, I'm just giving you an answer. <laughs> well, obviously, because, who on the team could get X Factor? He can shoot from LA. But you're right. <laughs> you're right. But I would say, yeah, it's, it's, it's Rondo or Anthony Davis. Well, I, I don't want to count like excluding AD and LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to count the two, the two stars the for two each stars, team because, okay. like, I think regardless, like your two stars, those two they have typically to they have to show yeah, up. Yeah, typically you need them to at least both score fifty points. Uh, combined, yeah. So they have to at least yeah. score twenty five apiece. Yes, right. Okay, yes, right. Yes. And okay. so I don't like really counting them because, like, you when it comes to like the playoffs, like right now, you need your 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 role players to at least like someone to show up. You know, someone's got someone's got to be able to help you either play that defense and and make some shots. I agree. I think that if someone's going to show up, it has to be Rondo. And and I say that because Rondo has been that guy that no one expected to shoot the three, and it's gone. Right. And I, 100%, I he is the is, reason why they beat the Rockets, because of him. He, 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 spread, he spread the four very well. And I he think was, yeah, Rondo, because he was making... Yep, yep. I think Rondo is that guy because of his three-pointer. I don't know if that is actually going to happen because there was a game where he was, like, completely off. Like, all together. He could not get started. And and that's saying something because Rondo normally knows how to pace a game to his liking. And when I saw him off, I was like, damn, nobody else is scoring for L.A. Like, A.D. and LeBron have to get back into the game. And that's when LeBron checked into the game and with LeBron on the court, Rondo was able to facilitate a little better. I just don't see Rondo being that guy that steps up right this moment. But if someone has to, why not be Rajon Rondo? Playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo. I The best three-point percent. They have I, – I don't know what the fuck's going on with J.R. Smith. I understand that he's like – he's. Jared Smith? 
no. Like, I just don't understand what's going on with him because he really like is on the Lakers and has one of the best three-point percentages in the playoffs, and they're not playing him because Rondo's playing better, Caruso's playing better. You know, like I, ooh, that's who I think the X factor is right there. Caruso, Caruso's been. I mean, he been he been dude. He's surprisingly Caruso been ball all defense, all defense, and offense when you need him to be. But and I think Caruso, if he can at least if he can give you, I'd say ten points. Maybe twelve. You know, if he, if he can, can make you twelve, one, then yeah. Absolutely. If he can give you, yeah, if he can give you, you know, at least one to two threes a game, and he can give, he's gonna give you those hustle points. You know, where those a few layups, a dunk, and so I, he might be because he also plays defense. He hounds them, so he's gonna be on. Bet you he's gonna be on Jamal Murray, so he's gonna he's gonna have a tough assignment. So I think it might be him. I think Russo is is that guy that. Steps up on defense every single play because, because he Caruso, was I, he defended I, James Harden and he defended uh, Dame. Yeah, and he's got something to prove. Like he's like, I came from the G League and like I deserve to be here. And well, I think any time a white boy goes on the court, I think they have something to prove. Let's be real. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. You know, that's you know, white boy but can't jump. Caruso okay, actually backs it up. And that's, the, that's right. the crazy thing I like about Caruso right. because he's right. able to back it up. Yeah, because, it's, it's, like, it's I, those white boys that can back it up. When I saw him get that block the other night and then, like, dish out the assist real quick, I was like, that's what they need Caruso for is mm-hmm. those kind of plays. So he can mm-hmm. work on the defensive end and then get you some points on the offensive end. He's not really yep. out there to score, but he also can score. So right. I, I, I like Alex Caruso. I'm definitely a Caruso fan. Even watching him this past season, I had to ask people on uh, Twitter what people really liked about Alex Caruso. And unanimously, the Lake Show told me that the way he grinds, the way he works, like why he works, how he works, it's just putting in that work on every end of the floor, the offensive, defensive end of the floor is really why they like him. Because I, I, and honestly, that's why I like him. Because watching so much Laker basketball this season, I saw a lot of Caruso highlight plays that never got mentioned. <laughs> and it is I mean, good basketball. It was him going out there and running back up and down the floor. And that's what has made him that guy that can step up if the Lakers need him. But I think if yeah. anybody needs to do it, it's got to be Rondo. I mean, playoff Rondo, that's how they show up, for sure. He does. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't – whatever. I hope the Lakers doesn't even get it anyway, so – I know, I know. <laughs> I know. It could be. I mean, like you know, it could be. It could be the. It could be the two centers too, because they have to play defense on Jokic. Like they're gonna, they're gonna have some issues. Like it's not gonna be all on Anthony Davis. Knowing Anthony Davis, he doesn't like playing the center. So now that they actually play a center that's gonna be big, they're gonna allow Javale McGee and Dwight Howard to come out. So it's gonna be a question of like, can they? And then they defend Dwight him. Howard's barely played, and that's that's like I get it. You don't need that size in there yet. And Dwight is very foul prone. Well, yeah, but... especially when they were playing the Rocket series, they weren't playing any big, so they had to go small. So those two had to sit down. But now that they're coming back to the series where you know Jokic is bigger, they also play Mason Plumley. Um, so you know they can actually get you know allow them to play again. So we'll see, man. I mean, if 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 Jokic can like average a triple double in that series, yo, they winning. We can definitely bet drinks on that game because I don't see LA losing. If 
I feel Good. like it's I feel like it's Lakers in four, to be honest. Oh, and, and oh, I hate to you're say giving that. them a straight sweep. You're I not even giving them a gentleman sweep. You're not even giving them a gentleman sweep. Lakers is five. I'll say five. <laughs> okay, you know I think I think at least six. I, I I'm thinking five because uh, as as good as Mike Malone is at adjusting, I think that the Lakers are better at adjusting because they're the Lakers can adjust on the floor. LeBron well, is the essentially only, an on court court coach, and him 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 and Rondo are two coaches on the floor. Exactly. So I will definitely and, and agree. They play that. off each other really well. So I I I feel like the adjustments on the court are extremely easy for LeBron and AD, mm. and on the the opposite end. I feel like Jamal Murray and okay. Jokic kind of need that person to tell them what to do and where to be. Well, yeah, that's going to be big. It's going to be how well the Lakers can play team defense because obviously the ball is going to be moving a lot with the Nuggets. So if they can, you know, keep it moving. I know you can't I wish... for the Lake Show, but I'm telling you right now, Lakers are winning a championship. Uh, uh, I threw up. I know. I ain't had no option. Cause you've been on the fence for a little too long. Had the rock, then you dropped it. She ain't understand the turnover with burn over some bridges.